let's all sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Hello again out there in uh, Birdland. It's Hanson Tebbets along with uh, Chip Darmstadt. Your weekend edition of For the Birds as we, uh, you know, we're inching towards the uh, end of uh, end of August. Uh, about well, I guess we're about halfway through. We shouldn't say we're yeah. toward the end, but we're about halfway through. Um, but uh, nice to see a little bit cooler weather at the end of the week. That was nice. Uh, yes, <laughs> that was very welcome. I think everyone, including probably the birds, were enjoying uh, a little bit uh, less humidity, a little more, uh, a little more, um, just comfortable temperatures. So, yeah, you yeah. know it's hot when you see birds standing around, like you know things like gulls, but they're with their beaks open, <laughs> not, not quite panting, but you know they're they have their beaks open. You know they're hot. Yeah, in between French fries. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And uh, what about some shorebirds? Um, it's probably a, a time to see shorebirds thinking of, you know, lack of water in some regions and, um, you know, snuggling up against the shore and maybe seeing yeah. some birds that were in the water or in the mud flats. Yeah, it's uh, it's migration. If you're a shorebird, um, you know, all the we, there's a couple of species of sandpiper um, and plover that nest here in Vermont. But most uh, sandpipers slash shorebirds nest well north of us in northern Canada, Alaska, and they're they're on the move. Yeah, we're already seeing some along Lake Champlain, Delta Park, and the Colchester Causeway are two great spots to go to look for, for sandpipers. So, yeah, I've been seeing semi-palmated plover or semi-palmated sandpiper. Um, there have been reports of white rump sandpiper and even, even a wimbrel at De- Delta Park. And what's that? What's a wimbrel? Uh, what a cool bird. So it's a, a larger uh, shorebird, you know, a big sandpiper, much, much bigger than the little peeps with a, um, it's kind of brown overall um, with uh, uh, striping on the head and a long down curved bill. So there's nothing else like it. Uh, when, when you see one, yeah, there's nothing, you don't have to scratch your head like you do with some shorebird species and, and figure out what you're seeing it's it's very easy to identify mm. but unfortunately not very common here in vermont uh, uh i've actually never seen one in vermont so it's on my wish list uh much more commonly seen along the coast uh i saw some on long island recently uh, but they do come through into through mostly in champlain valley in very small numbers um yeah so large brown streaked Sandpiper with a very long curved bill. Mm-hmm. Cool bird. And um, you know, it seems early to be migrating, but where are these where are these shorebirds where are they headed? Well, some winter in the southern U.S. You know, along the South Atlantic coast, um, uh, Gulf the Gulf of Mexico, but some go all the way down to South America, you know, Central and South America. You know, and out west, some of the, um, the some of the shorebirds that nest in Alaska, like bar-tailed godwit, 
they fly all the way to New Zealand and Australia. So a lot of these birds go very far south. Yeah, but some will, like killdeer, will spend the winter, you know, in southern New England, uh, Dunlin and uh, semi-palmated sandpiper. You know, you'll see them in the winter uh, down south in the U.S. So a lot of these birds make a long, long migration. And some, you know, are more mid, uh, you know, middle of the road migrants. Mm-hmm. And when you're when you're identifying sandpipers, um, a couple features to keep an eye on: probably the legs and probably the beak would be two to figure out the difference between the species. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Their, their structure overall, you know, with sandpiper plumages, it's a lot, there's a lot of uh, variation on a theme, you know, gray or brown and streaky, maybe un, uh, unmarked underparts. So the, yeah, the beak is key. Um, you know, the length of it and, and shape of it, does it droop at the tip? Um, and the leg color, as you mentioned, telling least sandpiper from semi-palmated sandpiper, you know, looking at the leg color, if you have, if they're close, it's really easy. Least sandpiper has greenish yellow legs and semi-palmated sandpiper has black legs. Uh, so yeah, leg color behavior um, makes a big difference too. You can also, uh, what, how the bird feeds, where, where it spends most of its time feeding can give you clues as well. Definitely a, you know, a harder group of birds to identify for sure. Mm. Talking about the migration of the uh, shorebirds, Hanson Chip, your weekend edition of For the Birds. So halfway through the show, we've got to take a, um, got a short break. But uh, quickly, Chip, I did see some photos of our, our, our famous eagle in Canada. Yes. I don't know if you saw it. Someone's got some really spectacular photos of the Stellar's, uh, Stellar's eagle, right? Yeah, uh, I saw those, yeah, as well. Um, up in Newfoundland right now, Spanish Cove, I think it was called. Yeah, I, I was dreaming that I could be up there watching that bird. Um, pretty remarkable. Mm. Yeah, I thought some of these pictures were some of the best I'd seen. They were pretty yeah. pretty close, it looked like. So I heard some, someone had a pretty good lens. <laughs> yeah, <and> no fog. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Other bird I'm seeing a lot with... Um, is the uh, is the goldfinch because the sunflowers are out and they're you know they're feasting off the well thistles but also feasting off um, sunflowers but the goldfinch is out and about and looking really gold right now. Hey, yeah, and I, they must have uh, at least some some of the goldfinches young out of the nest too because I've been hearing that distinctive goldfinch begging call. Um, I haven't laid eyes on one yet, but um, definitely have been seeing them around my sunflowers too, as, as well as cardinals. Uh, they're one of the later nesters. Um, you know, and I, I think in part it's because yeah, they use thistle down in their nest and thistles um, bloom and go to seed quite late. Um, and you know, I think a lot of the things they like to eat and feed young perhaps um, are more commonly found later in the summer. You know, I, you know I, that's a good question. Do they feed? I know a lot of songbirds feed their young insects, um, even though even mm. if they're seed eaters. And I wonder what goldfinches feed their young if they get a, a diet of insects and things like sunflower seeds. Yeah, I, I would. I bet they do because it seems like um, they're really they're just going wild. Um, I have a good patch yeah. of sunflowers. And the great thing about sunflowers is they sometimes um, seed themselves from year to year, so you get a bigger patch and different yeah. varieties and whatever. So they're, um, but they're really trying to get a good photo of it because the, the, the goldfinch 
looks exactly like the sunflower, you know, and it's in yeah. there. It's just, it got the black and the seeds are black, but the, the, you know, the flowers are yellow and then the, the bird is yellow and there's some black on this, on the goldfinch. So it's a, just a, a nice, a nice picture. And if the sun's hitting it just right, it's spectacular, but haven't gotten that photo yet. They move too fast for me. Yeah. Yeah. At least they, you know, they do, uh, they're pretty confiding. You know, if you can be really still, they might come, come in close and, it's a bird I try not to take uh, take for granted because they are stunning. You know, the males, with, you know, the gold is brilliant. Like that really cute orange bill and the, you know the little jaunty black cap. So a stunning bird, and you know, just like cardinals and blue jays, we see them all the time. So we, you know, we kind of don't see them anymore. But I try to appreciate them when I when I see them nice and close and good light because they are they're stunning. And the um, and. Um They'll molt here when they start. They'll be starting to molt, but they'll stick around for the um, winter, and you'll see them at the feeder. But you don't really sometimes notice them like you do in the summertime, right? They're like little flying mice, and they're kind of dull brownish color. Um, so, well, yeah, we'll see them in their you know beautiful breeding plumage for a while still. But then, yep, they'll usually spend the winter. You know, some years they're more commonly up than others, um, but uh, yeah, year round year round resident. Um, but yeah, looking very different in the winter for sure. Mm-hmm. American goldfinch, one of the favorites uh, for August. Well, we do have to uh, fly out of here for the weekend. Uh, we hope everyone has a pleasant weekend. It looks like it's going to be a spectacular one. That's not too hot, um, and some nice sun, and maybe some nice um, fog in the morning with nice sunrises and beautiful sunsets. So everyone, get out and enjoy uh, August as it rolls along here in Vermont. Sounds good, Anson. You bet. Oh, so until next time, I'm Anson Tebbets. I'm Chip Darmstadt. Or the birds. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Now you all know the word Tweet, tweet, tweet